Okay, let's start over from this Tashma. Swana Chaza this over, maybe clarify some points which need clarification. Chaza is always the way to clarify things. So let's start from the Tashma. Seven lines from the bottom. Hoyasham Elon Egeder. So again, we're trying to prove the statement of Rav Yaakov, who said that a mechitza, any sort of mechitza for a sukkah or seemingly for any other halacha, which cannot stand straight, stand strong. We spoke uh, last week, there's a machlek, is exactly what that means. Either move the gimel t'vachim, even move it to drop, according to some, some opinions. Well, the said it doesn't stand sturdy. That loses its shame mechitza. That was the rule of Rav Yaakov. The first question we asked was from our Mishnah, which seems to say that a sukkah, which has a tree serving as its walls, is kosher. Ah, it doesn't have a shem mechitza. And we basically said we're dealing with old, strong trunks, and the branches were tied up with hutzah v'dafna. That was question number one. Question number two is, Hayisham ilan a geder, a mechitza sakonim, if you had either an ilan or a geder or some sort of mechitza, which is made out of reeds, nida mishum diyumid. You can have the status of a diyumid. We said diyumid is this idea of, idea of pasibirois, which is four corners around a bar, around a pit, which is a water pit that you want to draw water from to take out. And the special kula chazal allowed that even though it doesn't have a fully surrounded by a mechitza, that's already sufficient to be considered a full mechitza. Diyumid, we said, means diyumid, which is, it's like diyumid from the word two. I mean, it's like two different walls. It's basically, it's generally going to be a corner uh, section. And that's the mechitza, which serves as the entire mechitza for this thing, even though it's only four corners. Well, so one of the examples was an elon, which is simple, really. It's a thick tree. The thickness of the tree is more than a tefah by tefah. That was, I'm sorry, we said, sorry, an ama by ama. Keep confusing that. Ama by ama. And then there's a gather, which also is a square gather, more than an ama by ama. Or a mechitza which is taka corner, an ama going one way of some sort of reeds stuck into the ground, an ama going the other way. But karnam certainly could be flimsy. And the Gemara has the same kasha, so nami, and the Gemara says, you're right, it must be those reeds are tied up and held together with the because if not, there's no way they're considered to be a valid mechitza. So that's the Gemara's tarot, the same tarot's Again, we're going to see at the end of the Gemara exactly why the Gemara didn't chap this tarot. It says it's going to say it four times the same tarot. And the question we'll ask at the end is that you should have figured it out by now. That's the, that's the tarot. And the Gemara will see the Orchanayas Dakasha. We'll see Mahalach for that at the end. Well, the last that was the second case. So, third case now, which we started last time. I want to hazard over again. I didn't, I didn't say it as clear as it should have been last time. I want to try to say it clear this time. Hopefully, we'll get it better. Toshma, myself will get it better. Toshma, ilan amesachalaretz. You have this tree which is covering over on the ground. So it's like a willow tree. Tree goes up and then it goes over, and then it comes down, which obviously serves as a space for a person to go under. Person can be under there, and it's a valid mechitza. If the branches not off the ground three tvachim, which means that we consider it to be a full-fledged mechitza. It goes almost all the way down to the ground, so it goes up over, and then almost all the way down to the ground itself. 
within three trachim, which is lavid. Metatel and tachtav, you can now carry underneath this entire tree. So, last time I really, or Berger pointed this out to me, and really Aryeh pointed this out last time as well, I really jumped the gun to go straight to Tchumen. We keep it simple. Tchumen really is more relevant for the next Gemara. Keep it simple as far as carrying itself. That means it's considered to be a fenced-in place, like a regular backyard. Right? It's fenced in. You know, obviously, if it's not fenced in, you can't carry there. This is considered to be fully enclosed through the branches. Maybe if the tree goes up, over, and basically it's all around the person. So in there is basically like a regular house. Called like a, inside this, this tree house. And therefore you can carry inside there because it's fully enclosed. But the question is obvious, according to Rachel Yaakov, that the Mechitza can't move. These trees certainly will move. Amai, Hakar's Levasi. Amai is moving back and forth. And these trees obviously don't stay in one place. The wind will blow them and they'll move. The for a third time, that you're right, those branches must have been held together, braced down, not moving. Ask the Gemari, if they're dealing with a full-fledged mechitza, which means that you have these branches, they are tied up, and they're really considered to be very sturdy branches now. If so, you should be allowed to go and carry inside this entire tree. Underneath the entire tree, no matter how big it is. It's really the Gemara's Kasha. Carry underneath, underneath the entire tree, no matter how big it is. Okay, what's, what's the Chiddush of that? Gemara says, Alam Amar Rav Huna, Be'edav Yeshua. But the Maestro Rav Huna, Be'edav Yeshua, says, not that way. The max you can carry underneath that tree, again, it's a huge tree, obviously, if this is anything near that amount, is a Be'edav That's the max you can go up to and still be allowed to carry there. Mishum, okay, I'm sorry, that's, that's Gemara's Teretz. So, Elevate Sasayim. So, again, just get the question clear. The Gemara is assuming if this is a full fledged machitza, all the way around, tight, held down, if so, that should be considered a regular, normal house. A house. And like, or similar to a house. The halacha in the house is if it's made ladira, as we mentioned this last time, I think it's made ladira, you can carry there as much as you want. As wide as you want, as but, and there's no limitations of base asayim. Base asayim is only limitation which is not made ladira. Kamar is saying if this thing is a full fledged mechitza, and we're saying it's full fledged, it's tied down, it's mama's real walls. Okay, not maybe all the way to the bottom, but close or all the way to the bottom. Either which one. If so, it should be considered a regular dira. If it's regular dira, there should be no limitations of base asayim. Base asayim is only limitations as far as. Not really dira. So, last time I really explained this as far as tchum, it's, we'll see it's same halacha in tchum, but right now, before we even get to tchum, same halacha. Okay, so halacha is, just to be clear, is that when you have a place which is enclosed, you can carry in there. That's obvious. We know you're allowed to carry in there. It's enclosed. There are limitations. If it's not made ladira, if it's not a place made ladira, the limitations are based on sayim. That's the limitations of how far you can, how, how much... And if it's more than if it's more than base asayim, you cannot carry in there. Basically, you're, you're amos, right? only within four amos. Right? Basically, you have your own four amos, and, that, and that's all. Not more than that. But once you have base asayim, so you, you lost your shem mechitza. Less than base asayim, you have your shem mechitza. Base asayim says about five thousand amos. Right, that's how much you have. So it's a huge space. So the more is kasha is it's back again. Ihachi, if it's dealing with full fledged walls, which the chari means you can live there, and the chari it's made for dira, and it's a regular normal house. 
Again, not a very gishmak house, but seemingly a regular normal house. It has four mechitzas, it has four walls. You should be able to live there normally. If so, Natal, why can't you carry inside this entire tree, no matter how big it is? That's the Gemara's no matter what size it is. And the Gemara says it's not true. Alam Amr of Hunabed of Yeshua, a Metal Tlumboy, There's a limitation of Besasayim, which means, I want more than Besasayim, you cannot carry there, which obviously means we're not considering it to be a place for Dira. Now, if it has full fledged walls, tied down, reinforced, Hutsavadafna, why is it not considered made for Dira? That sounds like a beautiful, wonderful tree house, which a person can live in normally. If you can live in normally, base of science should not be a limitation. And the most terrible. It's a limitation only on like a hutzer? It's a limitation on something which is not made for Dira. Anything not made for Dira, not made for normal living conditions. So this is, the Gemara is assuming this is nor, a normal living space. If it's normal living space, there should be no limitation to the base of science. We're saying that the trees. Uh, act as a fence on all four sides? It is. Okay. It physically is actually a fence. Remember, no. it's going up and over, and it's all around the person. So basically, it's four walls. Yeah, so, but what, so we're saying that that only goes to, like, it's almost impossible to have that 5,000 square feet. Yeah, I'm saying that. Cash for a fence. No, that's just trying to... I'm asking. Uh, yeah. yeah. it's, so it's, it's pretty big. With the huge, I mean, it's, uh, it's huge. But there are some trees that are huge. The redwood trees with... Yeah. Redwood trees well, don't have branches that go over like that. But... It would have to be like a, a huge. Uh, the redwood trees that are that big, maybe. It's pretty. It's huge. Five, five. five. Right, right. So I, I don't think in in the world of reality this tree exists. But it's again a theoretical kasha that if that tree existed, we're trying to imagine this tree which is up, over, and basically all around you, walled in, right? See, I was just imagining that when we were talking about like on the side of a highway, like just a big open field that has fences on all four sides, but there's no house or anything like that. No, there's no fences here. This is that this tree is the fences. Ah. The tree is serving as the fence. That's why that's why that was the whole Kasha. Because the tree is serving as the fence, it can't be moving. If it's moving, then it's gonna be not real for Mechitza. So the most terrorist was no Hutzavadafna. Once it's Hutzavadafna, it's a regular Dira. It's Mamash a beautiful home. If so, there should be no limitations of base of sign. So the more terrorist, let's get the terrorists on the one hopefully we'll get it all clear. You're right. This really could be a place you can live in. But it's not mental if no one lives in a treehouse. You know why a person lives in a treehouse? So Rashi says, because the person's a shamer, and he wants to watch the field, so he hangs out there. Maybe he'll sleep there a little bit, but it's not made for normal living conditions. It's not made to live inside. There's a regular normal house. It's made to be there only for the sake of checking what's going on outside. What's outside? There's fields outside. He has to make sure the fields are protected, they're taken care of, whatever they need to make sure that the field's working out with. So therefore, you know why it's not considered a normal dira? Not because it's not full-fledged walls, strong walls, reinforced walls, it's not the reason. For a totally independent side reason. Because it's a dira which is tashmish, is made and purposes laver, which means for this space outside of this tree, that's what its goal is for. The whole dirish atashmishal aver and a dir, which is tashmash, which is goal, which is purpose, is function, is for the outside of the tree. It has the limitation of society, which is going to be this 5,000 square amas. So the Gemara's kasha again was once we assumed there was fully reinforced walls, it should be a regular house. The Gemara says, You're right, it could be fully reinforced, and as far as the actual structure, it could be a normal house. But that's not what this house is being used for. The house is being used for space outside. 
any house being used for space outside doesn't have the shame of a of royal adira. It's not made for real dira. It's made for what's called like a dira, which is made for really outside. We don't give that a real shame dira, and therefore it's back to the limitation of base of science. You're saying the function of this gigantic tree is to act as a, to guard the field on the other side. As of a it? as a guard house, the person to live there to guard his fields, which are outside of the tree. Outside of the tree, so right. you're saying so the avir that is coming to avir means the avir outside. The inner avir, but correct? The avir, outer avir. That's outer what Ashley says. The outer. Since, since that's right. the top gate of this. So it's not called tree, royal adira. Right. Right. Is that clear? To make sure it's 100 percent clear, because can't go back unless it's 100 percent clear. But this is again, this is a halacha. In carrying, if you have four walls, Royal Adira, Royal Adira should have no limitations of base asayim. Only time you have limitations are when it's not Royal Adira. And the Gemara is saying it's not called Royal Adira, even though it's normally, could be lived in, it's a regular place to live in. No one normally lives in a treehouse, except for the sake of washing the space outside. Okay, if it's clear, we'll go right there. Even though he's in there. He's in there. But again, why is he in there? There because of the outside, right? But he is using so that, that's the that's not called right ladira, that's not called dira. Dira means right. for the sake of living in there as a regular normal house to live, in there. to live in there for the sake of being in there, which is what a normal house is. That's what dira, right. that's what dira is. You live there for the sake of living there, right? Not for the sake of yeah. something outside, right? Okay, Toshma. One last case, and this is more relevant to this halacha of. As we'll see, let's get the case clear, and we'll see it's a similar another case of Erevin. Shavas betel shugvoya asara. Shavas means he started the Shabbos, it means he was started there. Betel, in a mound, shugvoya asara, which is ten tvachim tall. Vuhu me arba ames ad beisasayim. And it's the size from somewhere from four ames up until a beisasayim. Which means, again, this has limitation of base asayim. We'll see why. Limitation of base asayim. It's a tell, which is obviously not really made for dira, which is why it's limitation of base asayim. No one lives on top of a mound. But the halacha of a tell is very interesting. When you're on a mound, and the mound is ten tefachim tall, so good ach, good asik, right? Good asik says that since the, there's walls around this hotel, around the tail, around, around, <laughs> around the tail, around the, the mound, we look at it as if the sides of the tail go up, and you're actually creating a mechitzas now around it. Okay? It's, no, it's actually nothing there. That's a good asik will tell you, mechitzas go up from a mound, and as if they fly up into the air. Okay? So that's the, that's the halacha of tail. So if it's shavas patel shukvoya asara, has to be ten tefachim tall because you don't say good asik unless the mechitza is ten tefachim tall. So you have tell ten tefachim, and it's going to be arba ames until base asayim. Limitation of the base asayim. V'chein benaka, which is a, a ditch, shu amakasar, which is now deep ten tefachim into the ground. And again, v'hu arba ames ad base asayim. Second case, right? V'chein koma. You have cut wheat, which is on a field, and shibarilis and some stalks are surrounding those, this cut field. And basically these stalks are serving as a mechitza. You don't stalks which are 10 to tall, and they're serving as the mechitza around this space. Says the Mishnah, 
Mahalach is Kula Vachutzala Apayamama. So the same Allah as you really mentioned before, but here's one step further. That's in all three cases? All three cases, correct. All three cases. What, what, what are you going to do? Where are you going to walk on this tell? You're going to go outside the tell. Outside the tell. So the tell could be, let's say, let's say the tell is a, a thousand amas. It's a huge tell, a huge mound. A thousand amas. Right? So let's, from four till two till base of Siam. So it could be a thousand amas big. Right. So you have a big, huge tell. So the Allah of a tell is, it has mechitzis. It's not made for dira, so it only has limitations of the base of Siam. But there are two things about this, this tell. You can carry on the whole tell. Because the but tell also itself... Here means carrying two. Right, carrying two. Yeah. And you have 2,000 amas outside of it. The Allah always is, as we mentioned last time, Allah always is that whatever your space is, you have dal amis. Right? If you, let's say you plop down in the middle of a field for Shabbos. You have Dalad Amis around you, and 2,000 Amis from there. Here, you're on a tell. So the whole tell is... Doesn't sound good. The entire, the entire tell is considered to be Dalad Amis. That's what the halach of, of, of a place which is found thin. Same with your house. Let's take your house for a moment. Let's see if you have a house which is, which is 10,000 feet, right? right? 20,000, 100,000 feet, right? That's all called Dalad Amis. It's all surrounds, all fenced in. It's all has, has walls around it. That's all called Daladamis. You have, obviously, if your house is in the middle of nowhere, again, not in the city, if it's in the middle of nowhere, you have 2,000 hours outside of your house plus the entire house. Right? So your house could be 100,000 feet. So it's a fence. Well, no, 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 no fence. It's just a house itself. Oh, the ha- the ha- house itself. A house can be more, even more based on science, right? Because the house we know is Royal Ladera. Yeah. So the house has no limitations. Your house, you can carry the entire house no matter how big it is. And then you have 2,000 hours outside of there. Why? Because your entire house has a status of your Daladamis. Means any place which you're in, which is surrounded by a mechitza, gives it the status of dalalamis. That's the rule of mechitzas. Mechitzas give it the status of dalalamis. So over here also, a tell, which is one case, or a naka, which is another case, which is the again the ditch, same thing. So naka can be huge. That entire naka is considered dalalamis. Why? Because it has mechitzas around it. Mechitzas are the walls of the actual ditch. Are all considered to be the walls of your mechitza. So the entire ditch of Dalamis. Now, outside of your Dalamis, you have 2,000 more amis. Okay? So we always have to consider, Dalamis is, is really just a word which we're going to use for either real Dalamis or when you're in a mechitza, we, get, we consider the entire mechitza as Dalamis. So that could be a house. That could be a, a place surrounded by a fence. That could be a tell, which is imaginary walls. That could be the naka, which has the walls of the ditch. Any case where you're going to imagine, or you actually have real mechitzas, that's all considered dalamis. That's considered your own dalamis. It's your space. So dalamis is, we'll call that as a, as a euphemism for your space, right? Your personal space, right? That's, that's the way we, we, we would define it. And then, outside your personal space, you have 2,000 amas. The tail you would measure from the, edge, the edge, foot of the mountain? From like, the edge of, like, off the tail. So the tail goes, tail is, is this, this is the tail, right? It's, it's a huge thing. So you could be here, but the, you know, well, so, so again, this, this whole tail is, da, this is da, this entire tail is Dal Amis, right. right? This is Dal Amis. And then from here, 2,000 amas. I'm just asking with like a mountain that curves like this. What? Mountain's not I was asking him like a mountain. Would you measure from here? Okay, so that, that's a good child. How it, that, that depends on uh, Thomas Lockett. There's other halachas which get into the mountain. How we, how we, let's assume, let's okay. assume straight. 
Right, because you get complicated if it's going to be. I think Shell is more square. We'll get to Erevin. We'll get to. We'll get to Erevin first. 2000 Amas, that's it, didn't carry it? No, that's in the Tchum. That's Tchum Shabbos. Yeah, I'm saying there's two different dinim. One is you're allowed to carry in your Dalad Amas, wherever that is, and then you have 2000 Amas besides that, not to carry in, but to actually go. That's your that's your Tchum Shabbos. So let's read it again now inside. It's Toshma, Shabbos, which means you started Shabbos, and that's where you are. It's called Kreinish Visa. It means you take. Your your Shabbos in in that spot, and therefore you acquainted that spot to be your spot for Shabbos. Either betel shugvoyasara a man which is ten tefachim tall, because if it wasn't ten tefachim tall, you don't have mechitzes. And vumi arba amis ar beisosayim. We're dealing with a tell which is again up until beisosayim, not more than that, because it's not royal ladira. So we know that limitations are beisosayim. But that entire tell is considered your dalad amis, and you can carry the entire tell. The same thing. You have walls. The walls of the ditch is considered to be your walls, and therefore you can carry the entire ditch. It's all daladamis. Our question will be in the third case. You have cut wheat, and you have stalks surrounding, and these stalks are going to be ten tefachim tall and serve as the mechitzas around this field. <coughs> Same halacha. You're allowed to carry in the entire space of this field. Malach is cool. You can go entire in, in the entire space. And Chutzalah Bahayim Ami. You also have 2,000 Amis outside of it. Avi's question is that these stalks are not very sturdy. Stalks move. Stalks don't stand straight. And when the wind comes, they're going to blow them. According to Rachel Yaakov, who said stalks, I'm sorry, he said that Mechitza can't move. So what's going on? How is this acceptable? Even though it's going back and forth, they're moving. And Gemara gives the same terrorist for the fourth time. You're right. With Dal Hutzavidafna, you strengthen these stalks to the extent they're not moving, and therefore that's why it's a Dal Machitza. But of course, without that, according to Rechab Yaakov, it would not be considered a Dal Machitza. So we have four different cases now. Kamar says the same terrets. First case was the case of Sukkah, our case in the Mishnah. Then we had the case of Diumid, which is the Pastibirois. We had the third case, which is the case of, of carrying. And the fourth case, which is the case of Tchumin. Each one of these cases, the Gemara assumed that these flimsy walls could be considered a mechitza, and the Gemara's terrorist says, Hutzavadaf, and that's made of sturdy walls. So I just want to just speak out to Erechaner for a moment. It's not, not very complicated, just a little bit of a cheshbin. Erechaner asked the obvious question. Right? The Gemara could have figured out after terrorist number one, say the same terrorist again, Hutzavadaf. No, don't say the same terrorist four times. It's, it's the same kasha four times, same terrorist four times. Right? It's, uh, it's an obvious question. Right? Uh, the Gemara does this often, this type of thing, but each time the Gemara does this, it's very strange. Right? Why is the Gemara giving the same terrorist? You should have figured it after the first time. Normally, but normally the Gemara like, uh, rec- like asks that question and then rectifies why you need each one. Okay, ask a tzrichusa, right? Yeah. Right. So here's not really a tzrichusa, because really each one's almost a separate... It's really an akimta. It's really an akimta. Hutzavadafna is an akimta, which means we're making up a case that the case must have been Hutzavadafna. Okay, so you're, you're making up a case. Time. Right, so, so you're every make... time we have this crazy case, you can always say, like. Right, so, so it's not really a tzrichusa more than, more, than, more than, like, the one could have figured out that akimta. That's the, what you're going with, say that after one time, figure it out. So the says each step of the Gemara, the Gemara didn't want to say it for a different reason. And if you look at the Gemara, you can figure it out from the Gemara itself. The Gemara is kasha. Let's, let's think for a moment. Kamar's first terrorist was Hutzavadaf. What's the Gemara's Akash is? What's the Chiddush? That means the reason why the Gemara didn't want to say Hutzavadaf because if so, there's no Chiddush. So the Gemara didn't want to say it. Okay? Very Gishmak. In case number two, 
Gemara didn't ask it, but the Gemara really does ask it. Right? We said Gemara in Erevin, Gemara in Erevin does ask it. So Gemara is really the same Kashi Yochimai Lememra, and we gave a Teretz that the Chiddush was that the space, that the poles are less than three Tvachim apart, and that could be considered a, a acceptable Diyumid. That was a Chiddush of the Gemara in Erevin we spoke out last time. So again, there's a Chiddush, the Gemara didn't want to say it because you have a Kashi, my Lememra. Again, Gemara says, we can still say it and answer the Kashi by the Gemara in Erevin. In the third case, Gemara didn't want to say it for this same Gemara, Yachin Tatl Bakula. Because if it's a regular, full, sturdy wall, you would topple the entire thing. What's going on? Right? So, a third reason why the Gemara didn't want to say it. So, what's sure is the fourth case, even if the Gemara didn't have a Kasha. So, the Archimedes says, Look at Taisvis. Taisvis does answer the Kasha and Tatl Bakula, you top Taisvis. And he says that the reason why the Gemara didn't answer Tatl Bakula over here, because there's no roof. And the Gemara assumed that for Ray Ladir, you actually have to have a roof. And the case of the Schach, it's a tree which goes above and around. You have a regular roof. And therefore, the Gemara had that cash on top of the Kulay. Gemara didn't ask that cash over here because there was no roof. And therefore, the Gemara assumed it's not Ray Ladir until you have a roof. Okay? That's the top size first. Right? Second line. Oh. Because you have a roof. And if it's called Muka Fodira. There's only no Schach, it's just airspace. Okay, that's, we'll end in the Read those two lines of Tesfus. So the Archoner says, the Gemara really has this Kasha. Again, underlying the surface. The Gemara didn't ask it, because the Gemara knew the terrace, like Tesfus says, of there's no roof. But the kasha would be a valid kasha. And the Gemara could answer there's no roof, and that's why it's not Tatl Bakule. But that's the Chiddush, what the Gemara didn't want to say, because you really have the kasha on some level, even without a roof. If you have the Cheshman, great. If not, also fine. But there is a Cheshman here, of why the Gemara went each step of asking the same kasha again, and the Gemara therefore had the same terrors four times. Basically, the Aruch point is, that the reason why the Gemara didn't want to say to you, Kim to Hutzah because it was a kasha on it. Two of the places the Gemara asked the Kasha, it's straight out. One, the Gemara in Erevin asks, and one, Taisus asks. But each step, there is a Kasha the Gemara didn't want to say with Tzavadafra, because if so, we leave with the question. Here, two in the Gemara, Talta Bakule, um, the Kasha of Malamemra, Kasha in Erevin, Malamemra, and Taisus the Kasha over here. Okay, that's the basic structure of the Arachaner. I and Shamish want to see, I can discuss it afterwards. Further, if you want to discuss it afterwards, it's very Gishmak and Cheshmer of the Gemara. That's the end of this Gemara. Well, Let's see. Yeah, I I agree with you. So they, st- they titled the stocks together. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's not at all. Uh, well, what they do in a willow tree, they like. They <laughs> yeah, it's it's. What? This other mahalchim had a had a that it shouldn't be a kasha. The Gemara is using the same the same generic character. Not so kashmak. Yeah, but the Gemara that that's our kasha. You can figure that out after the first time. So then, so you know, to ask another kasha, maybe I give another grace to kasha when you know the territory is very bullshit, right? So, so. Uh, Rafi, you're right. Is it ivy or something? That must be like. It's like, not. I mean, it, it, Utsudaf literally means, right, actually, we had Utsudaf actually before, right. the lule, lulave, right, the actual uh, date, right, vines, or not vines, uh, date leaves, or lulav. twigs, right, like, what? Like lulav leaves. Lulav leaves. So it's not, it's not, I mean, tying up a whole tree with that is not very right. simple at all. It's like basket weaving. Right, it, it would have to be basket weaving. basket. Correct, on a whole tree. When you do the tree. Right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, it's not connected. Even if you tie all the stalks together, they're still going to move like this. Uh, you see, after again, you tie them very tight. Because it's not connected to 
ground. It's hanging like a massive curtain all the way around. Right, right. It's not going to move. It's not going to move. So you have to make it really, really tight. It, yeah. it's, I'm not saying it's, it's an easier kimta, but use imagination. If you imagine the tree, this huge tree, you can imagine. Five thousand arms. <laughs> right. And once you have the tree, five thousand arms, you can imagine it's somehow we have. Okay. Let's see a drop right there. Zaktiyelik Mishnah. Shluchei mitzvah. Back to hopefully a little easier sugyas. Back to the sukkah. Shluchei mitzvah b'turim and asukkah. A person who's a shliach mitzvah will see exactly what that means. In the Megamara, but he's for the he's on, a, on a mitzvah messenger, messenger uh, mission, he's part of from Sukkah. Choylin, person who's unwell, Umisham Sheyan, and those who are taking care of them, those who are involved in the care of the Choyla, also Paturman of Sukkah, also part of from Sukkah. And the third Allah, which seemingly unrelated, Eichlin Vesheis and Arai Chutzasukkah. A person can eat and drink Arai, which means, again, not Kavua. Kavua means if it's a fixed, stationary type of meal. And we'll see there's a share for that and how much the share is. We'll get to that. But if it's aray, which is more like a snack type of feel, snack type of eating, it's mutter outside the sukkah. There's in the Mishnah three simple halachas, seemingly different, unrelated halachas. Dr. Gemara. Minani Mili. What is your source that someone who's a shliach mitzvah is potter from sukkah? Why should he be potter? Now, there's an important point over here that Rashi says, look at the last Rashi on the Mishnah, Vafilu Bishas Chaniyasan. That's an incredible Chiddush Rashi saying, and we'll see the Gemara is going to focus on that. Even when they're resting, which means they're on a mission, and they're traveling by day and sleeping at night. You want to know, are they mechiv to go and find the sukkah at night to go eat and sleep in? Says Rashi, says the mission of their potter. Even once they're on a mission, it means the reason why they went on this traveling is for a mission of a mitzvah, that potters them the entire time, no matter during the day, at night, when they're resting, when they're stopping, they're potter totally. That's the Chiddush of the Mishnah. How far are they traveling to begin with? Because mm-hmm. the, the din is you travel, if you're traveling anyway. Oh, so yes, you knew Kash. Oh, Yeah. Okay, we'll get to that. Like, so we, that, that's not this Mishnah. Where's this person going? Okay, that, that very is, is good. Here to so, just be so, talking okay, about. very good. It's not this Mishnah. It's the Kasha. There's another halach of Chedrachim. Someone who's traveling is also part of Mishnah. Of course, you have this all goes together and all works together. But we'll get to that halach of Mishnah separately. So right now, we're dealing with Stam Shluach Mitzvah, right? Wherever he's going, he's part of both. What about Chazirosim? It would, it would seem like it would seem passionate like both, right? That the entire uh, trip that he's involved in this thing, it will we'll see Mitzvah Shem as we go along. Who's assuming this is intercity? Would it make a difference? Well, if you're a shliach mitzvah to go five minutes away, does that part you from sukkah? Like when you get back, you'll go and do the sukkah. Uh, so yes, in cash, let's say it's actually kaim shneim. A lot of times we say it's 18 minutes, you're not complete to go that right. far. Right, so, I mean, there's no, I don't Here think it's, yeah, there's no time, time's not involved. You're raising a good point, which, which we'll see, and Tasha deals with that. If you could, of course, if you could do both, do your mitzvah and eat it in the sukkah, of yeah. course, do both. But we're dealing here that somehow it's disturbing you, and we'll, we'll, we'll see if it shows exactly how it plays itself out, from doing the mitzvah if you need it in the sukkah, and the chiddush is even mishas chaniyasi, when you're resting, you're also part of the sukkah. Let's see. Right, the Pasuk state, which the Gemara is saying, someone's involved in a mitzvah, we'll see exactly how we see that from there, they're not to go say Kriyishma. Why? Because he's somehow, this Pasuk is talking about, he's involved in his own needs, not in a mitzvah need. 
We'll see in Mitzvah. Let's see. Vlach Tachabadarach is going on the road also as a chiv. Prat lechassan. That somehow excludes a chassan. Someone gets married, night of his wedding, and we'll see even, perhaps even afterwards, he's potter from Krishna. Mikan Amru. From here, the Gemara learned out, HaKrinus is a basula potter, and someone who marries a basula, someone who's never married before, is potter. Yes, Amona Chayiv. But he marries an Amona is Chayiv, which is also a tremendous chiddish. What's the difference between a basula and an Amona? If there's some patur which says for a chassan's potter, who cares who he's marrying? Let's see. Gemara now goes through this. My mash, but firstly, where in the world do you see this drasha? The drasha says, the shiftacha bevesacha. Okay? Somehow that excludes Isaac the mitzvah. What's the shan this drasha? And how do you see lechtacha baderach, pra'al lechasa? Where do you see that bachlal? Gemara says as follows. Amravuna kiderach. That the, the Torah is telling you that your chayiv when it's similar to derech. You're going just on the road. Road means some sort of voluntary decision to go and travel. If so, ma derech rishus, just like derech is somewhat voluntary, you could decide, I want to go, I don't want to go, if, I want, if I'm interested in going, af kol rishus. Any case where a person is doing something on his own time, and his own interests, his own desires, that's when he's mechuyiv to go and say kriyishma. La fukei hai, to exclude these people, they're a mitzvah asak. They're not involved in their own rishus and their own decisions to do something or not. They're involved in something which is a mitzvah. And mitzvah is something which they have to do or they need to do. Mercy one second. Miloya skinon, dvar mitzvah. Who told you derech means you're going for just a pleasure trip or just an enjoyable trip or just some sort of trip which you're deciding? Maybe derech means you happen to be going for a mitzvah. What do you see in the word derech bachlau? That's what it means. We're assuming derech means you're going for your own needs. Where do you see that? Miloya skinon, could it not be talking about in the pasuk? Dekazol dvar mitzvah, you're going for a dvar mitzvah? The Kamarachman is still doing what saying. Like we say, Kriyishma. Kamar says, no, I'll tell, I'll prove it to you from the Pasuk itself. Imkain lima krab b'sheves uvaleches. My b'shif dicha. Your sheves. Your leches. Baleches didach. Hu demachayev. Ha baleches de mitzvah batira. Kamar is now saying the drush really is from the extra chaf. The chaf says, your. Your lying down. Your going. That's what the Torah is telling you, Mokhiv say Kriyishma. But if you're doing something which is not shiftacha, lachtacha, something which is for yourself, that's not something which is going to be chayim in kriyishma, and if that's how we know you potter. So now, back to the drasha now, the shiftacha beveisecha, pran loisik bemitzvah, is because really from the chaf. The chaf told you there has to be something which is for your own purpose, your own sake. If it's not for your own purpose and your own sake, it's something which is for a mitzvah, you potter. Similarly, lachtacha baderech tells you you're going from the road for your own purposes, not something which is for a mitzvah. Someone's getting married, which is a mitzvah, you're a potter. Now, the obvious question will be, so who cares if it's an almond or a basula? But say that's a good kasha, the moral ask the kasha. But the assumption is, getting married is a mitzvah, and if so, no different than any other oisik mitzvah, you're a potter from Kriyishma. So we see two halachas from this case, which are very similar. Person's involved in the mitzvah of either stam mitzvah or mitzvah getting married. In both those cases, it's a potter from Kriyishma. And the Gemara is going to use us back now to tell you not, for, not just for Kriyishma, for any mitzvah that you're involved in, that's going to pass you from that. From that mitzvah. Okay, we're going to stop here for, for now. Be Hashem. Let's chazer over. Just get clear the last gemara of Irvin, beginning of this mishnah. Hashem will continue on tomorrow. Be Hashem. So we're not really just learning.